Darian Sny, MXGP of Britain. Obviously, you're back this weekend. First time in two months, roughly. Uh, just quickly, how do you feel going in with a knee? I know you've been riding for a little bit now. Um, yeah, it's uh, we got a couple of months off um, from racing. Uh, fortunately, yeah, because of the knee. But at the moment, I'm feeling pretty good, pretty positive. Um, knee isn't feeling great. It's not as good as I hoped for. Um, because I, I was hoping that I was going to be able to kind of not do surgery and, and just have it last throughout the whole season and then sort it out from there. But I think at this point it's it needs to be done a bit sooner, especially if we want to be ready for, for next year. So, um, yeah, pretty much just going to go out there and, and this weekend and see how it feels in the race conditions. Not really judge it by my performance because I think that I'll do pretty good. But, um judge it by how I'm feeling and, and how the knee is feeling um, and go from there. Is it the ACL that's actually like the biggest problem? Because I know initially it was a bruising or something like that. So is it that that needs surgery more than the ACL? Um, well, yeah, I don't really know exactly, but it's the ACL that's torn completely. If it was just that, I think that it probably wouldn't be too big of a deal. But then I have the meniscus is torn a bit. Um, we've yeah found out and it's clicking and, and catching a bit. Um, the bone bruising, I think that will heal over time. That just is a little bit uncomfortable. Um, and then also I have an LCL, it's called, uh, and that ligament is just stretched. But with that being stretched, it's just making everything a bit too loose and, and it needs to be done. What's the plan with racing these events? And obviously you could go and get surgery now and be even more ready for next year. Like what are you coming here to do or achieve? Um, yeah, exactly. Like that's... Like, I look at the situation, I'm like, dang, dude, I could have two months ago just got my operation and I'd be on it. But I think for the season, you know, you need a certain amount of time to get ready, but you don't need too much time either. I think if you had, if I had seven or eight months of preparation, that's almost like too much to, to come into the season. Not too much to be ready, but just it, it'd be hard to be on the bike and not racing for that long. Um, so I think that you only need, you know, three three to four months to get ready for the the championship and then also like yeah i i still have speed and and i still want to race like i don't want to be done until next season yet i want to still race and, and if it is just this weekend then it's just this weekend but at least i can you know just tell myself that i tried and um yeah i mean it's it's what i love it's the sport i i love to do and i want to be on the bike as much as possible I guess that's part of the problem as well. Like, had you had surgery right after Red Sand, come next year you wouldn't have raced in a year, basically. So at least this is going to keep you fresh a little bit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Having, you know, a year off would have been tough, just it, mentally mainly, um, the whole thing. And then also just because, yeah, my speed is going really good and, and everything is starting to click um, with me um, and the bike um, right before I got injured. So I think it's best... To, while I still have some speed and stuff like I've been riding and and I feel pretty good in training so hopefully that it will relate to to racing and then um, it'll just come to that point of yeah testing and um, while I still got a decent amount of speed and, and getting things going for next year do you have kind of a plan then like you're obviously going to do this in France I guess but you're going to do Ottobiano I'm guessing maybe you'll have surgery before Indonesia um yeah I mean we've just kind of looked at some things like probably like at best, we'll probably only do yeah three, and then and then get the operation. That that's just what it's it's coming down to. But right now, it's just focus on the weekend and, and go from there. Obviously, you're massively improved this year. Like we saw flashes last year, 
and then there was a bit of hype coming into this season you kind of lived up to it immediately like had you not had the bike problem in Argentina you would have been straight up on the box and then probably should have done again in Red Sand what do you kind of attribute that to is it just having another year I'm guessing Belgium must have helped a ton but then those races weren't sand so um yeah kind of everything I mean for me it came a bit slower than than I wanted um but like I had some brilliances last year but they just didn't really show a lot of them were on kind of like the Saturday and whether that was fitness or whether that was certain things but I kind of wanted just to be a bit better of an all-around rider and I, I think I did that um yeah with moving to Belgium but then also the team made a a decent step in the bikes so just kind of everything goes together like if the bike's a bit better and and then I'm a bit better and and we go together and it and it happens and then yeah I mean MX2 it's a cycle going through so maybe there's not as much competition but people like myself or or anybody like Gertz or whoever are always stepping up to the plate so there's always going to be fast guys it's just uh, the fact of of putting all the pieces of the puzzle together. Is Belgium kind of like all it's cracked up to be? Like everyone says you have to be there. Now having done it for six months or whatever, can you believe that you went a whole season last year in England and trying to work out of that? Um, yeah, it's definitely a big step um, in the right direction moving to Belgium. I don't know if that's where you have to be because I think you just have to be where you can train, where you can ride, um, where you can be on a schedule, where you can have, um, you know, what you, you know what you're doing throughout the week uh, with your training off the bike, on the bike. Um, your nutrition your food and and everything and and Belgium I just have that better and England is just a bit tough like the tracks I think maybe in some situations are better but they're never open or or they're not open at the times that I needed to be open and um, so that makes it a bit difficult I guess that's it like Belgium's better for riding but off a bike I'm guessing it's tough like I did one of these with Ben the other week and he said like on the days off there's just nothing like it's literally ride train sleep and you haven't really got much else to do yeah exactly but I mean, that's, yeah, for Ben. But, I mean, I, when I lived in, in England last year, it was the same thing. You know, it was like uh, on my days off, there was nothing because I don't have my friends and family there. So, for me, it doesn't make too big of a difference where I'm at. Like, yeah, obviously it's not quite as good as, like, when you're at home. But that's the sacrifice that you make. And, um, you know, it, that I don't let those sacrifices go to waste, kind of. Like, I, I use that as my motivation, like, when I'm when I show up at the race like I it's in the back of my mind you know that that I'm not at home and I'm over here and it's it's time to make it happen going back a bit uh when you came over to do that EMX 250 race in 2015 I guess here had I spoken to you then and said in three years you're going to be living in Belgium doing all of this would you have been like fuck that (laughs) like can you believe that your career's kind of gone this way um if you would have told me that I I would have considered it I would have considered it but I wouldn't have thought that's exactly what I'd be doing but yeah I mean life takes you in different steps not always the right thing or maybe not the way you're expecting it but just kind of like especially with this sport it's you got to go and you got to race where you can you feel it's best for you and and for me it's like what's best for my career kind of and, and coming over here was the best because obviously that year as well, I think it was, you did Ironman on like kind of a privateer bike. I think you went 15-15 or something. Yeah. Obviously, that's solid on a privateer first race and all that. So were you kind of surprised that you had to take this route? Like, I'm guessing the Bud Racing thing was on the table. But were you kind of looking at it like, do I really have nothing else? Or what are other options that you could have taken? Um, I mean, guess I guess just at that point, when I went decided to race Ironman, yeah, it was uh, some things in America that I originally I, I thought were going to be set in didn't and they kind of fell through 
and then um, I kind of had a couple B plans on on the other side, but pretty much uh, Ironman wasn't to do anything. Like, I wasn't there to really prove anything. I just wanted to race and, and ride, and um, yeah, I mean, I had some issues. Just me and my dad went with my amateur bike, and um, we had some, yeah, ignition problems where, like, the first race, uh, I was in 12th, and, and my bike shut off on me a couple times, but um, it was still a fun race, and, you know, I, I don't really regret anything or any of the steps that I made. I'm actually pretty happy with uh, with coming over here, and, and I feel like it's helped my career and helped me as a rider. Yeah, looking back now, like, when you do eventually go back, it's going to be basically, like, starting a new career, so I guess you're going to be able to go longer. You've learned stuff here that no one else knows, and Zach's making it work, and he's kind of done exactly the same path. Yeah, exactly. It's, uh, it's like, I was just thinking about it. It's just how... Um, what you're comfortable with and, and what you feel is the right decision, but I think that it's uh, really good coming over here because, yeah, I think I'm going to learn so much uh, with myself like I already have, and um, on the bike I feel better, and then when I go back to America, yeah, I'm pretty much starting almost as a rookie, like in the American's eyes kind of, so, so that's cool and it'll be refreshing. Um, but at the same time, it's, you know, we can't focus too much on the future it, all you have is now you know you, you know tom, tomorrow's not promised but uh yeah i'm coming back to it i'm just excited for this weekend here in madley speaking of kind of what you're comfortable with over the years have there ever been any moments here where you've kind of just been like i can't do it like, i can't be this far away i can't have nothing to do on the off days like have there any been any breaking points where you've kind of thought right i need to get home as soon as possible um not breaking points but maybe close to it i uh my first year was just hard I mean that was a big step coming over and and everything and and I had some times that were difficult but the positive side of it was I was in the EMX class and I was actually doing well if I would have been in MX2 and maybe not had such good finishes and then had the struggles too I probably would have been close to break me but um yeah it's not too bad you know it's thinking about it your path kind of helped as well because like coming over initially emx 250 like a french team that's kind of the hardest way to do it so then going from that to an english team you're kind of like that was when you were furthest away from america you're kind of getting closer with the language and everything like you've kind of gotten better with time whereas most guys would maybe do it the opposite way yeah it uh i mean you can you can only go where you know like i didn't have a 100 offers when I first came over so it was kind of just doing that but it was probably the best thing for me to do that and um and yeah the team I went with Bud Racing was really good and and really professional and uh for the EMX class uh that year I mean everything went almost perfect you know for the most part especially because I had an injury at the beginning of the year so uh that was really good and and then yeah when when I moved uh to England that definitely played a little bit of part with with the team that I signed with was because yeah they were English and everything but I mean if they're if they're on if you're owning a team or, or running a team or anything like they speak English so I don't think it's a it's a huge deal when Americans come over here like at the beginning of their careers American fans always point to oh they must be no good at Supercross but I remember you doing Monster Cup in the All-Stars and I remember you doing quite all right I remember you whole shot in anyway yeah. like you're good at Supercross right like you can if you needed to get back into that right now it wouldn't be a problem um, no, yeah, exactly. I think um, maybe having a, a few years not, like, racing or training it might be a little bit difficult, but I don't think it would take me very long at all to to be back up to par. And, and I think um, 
yeah, you just got to be able to, to adapt, you know. And I feel that my technique on the bike is, is pretty good. And I think if I had some training time, I could jump into Supercross, no problem. As far as things go in America, is it kind of working as you want? As in, is there interest, not just from teams, but even fans? Like, are you sat here wondering why no one's taking note of you almost winning GPs? Or is it kind of starting to kind of uh, ramp up a little bit? Um, yeah, I mean, there's been a little bit of notice. Uh, but for sure, it didn't help that I didn't race professionally in America before I came over. So I didn't really get any fan base or anything built up. But um, there is interest, I feel. Um but at the same time, like, yeah, I, I think, like, to myself, I have potential and, and I feel I, I can do really good. But at the same time, I haven't really in the past. I only raced one year MX2 and, and I got a couple top fives, which is good, but it's not, you know, what I'm aiming for. And, and this year, um, we were good at the beginning of the year, but at the same time, I didn't have a win or anything. So it's like, it's coming. Going back to this kind of three races you're going to do then, at the end of it, say you fin- say you have a best finish of eighth, I don't know, would you be gutted or would you kind of sit there and be like, well, I do have a bust knee, like, I can't really expect much more, like, are you here to prove a point, show that speed again, like, we all know you can do it, and here, I mean, this should be kind of the perfect place. Um, yeah, I'd be gutted. I, I would tell everybody, like, no, oh, it's because of the knee, but, um, no, yeah, I mean, my plan here is really just to, to do it for me and, and, and just race here, but... I'm expecting good results. And then obviously next year, uh, your final year in MX2, I guess, which kind of feels like it's crept up out of nowhere. World title, right? Like, it's going to be your last shot. You can't really go in expecting less than that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I, uh, I'm i going to be uh, trying to do everything I can possible to, to be ready for it. And, yeah, the main goal is world title, world championship. Soon as we kind of come full circle, this seems like a good way to end. Last time I spoke to you, I think you said you got like a third-year option with this team. Are things working in that respect in the paddock? Like, do you have a point to prove here in that respect to teams that you're a good hire or are things kind of taking place as you want and expect? Um, I mean, yeah, it's always good to to do well and, and have people interested in you. And uh, I don't think that this weekend is really going to make too much of a difference uh, for the most part with any teams, really. Um, but things are going pretty good. I don't know exactly what I'm doing yet, but it's looking most likely I'm going to be racing MX2 next year and going for the world championship.